You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Hello, villagers. Happy, happy Friday. How are you? Let's start with a check-in with ourselves. As long as you're not driving, close your eyes quickly, take a little breath, a deep breath, but a quick one, let it out. (sighs) Think about where you hold intention in your body. Wherever that is right now, send some love to it, some gratitude, say thanks for serving me, and then let it go. Hello, villagers. Welcome back to episode 104 of the Tranquility Tribe podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. If when we just did that check-in, you had your stress and your tension being held in your womb, or maybe it was in your heart and it is fear-based, Maybe you're trying to overcome some trauma of some sort or you feel stuck because you're paralyzed with the what-ifs or this might happen. This episode is for you. Now, overcoming birth fear, fear of past trauma, going into birth whether you're a first-time mom or not, even sexual trauma in the past, All of this will play a role in your birth. It also is something that people seek out TBH's support to navigate this space. This has been an episode that's a long time coming. It's an episode that most people ask about. And it's something that I have just now put together because healing from trauma is so different for everybody. Your story will not look like anyone else's. The way that you got there will not look like anyone else's. And the way that you get out and you move forward will not look like anyone else's. The path that you walk to heal yourself won't look like anyone else's. It's very, very hard to put into a solid list of here's what you can do to overcome your fear. So instead, I decided to take a video from our YouTube channel. And if you're not following us on YouTube, you certainly should head over there. You can find me at Hehe Stewart. That's H-E-H-E-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Hehe Stewart at YouTube. It's also part of our portal. So our portal has private videos that I do for our portal members each month. And this is one of them. And I decided to share it with the public on our YouTube channel. And then I decided to share it with you guys on the podcast. All right, guys, let's jump in because I think this episode is going to hit home For the majority of our listeners out there, happy Friday, y'all. Let's take a listen. 
Hello, villagers. How's it going with you? So, birth fear, fear around birth, is something that I get asked about on a daily basis. I have become this doula, and it is the reason that uh, TBH has grown internationally and has grown so fast and has spread across the U.S. because fear around birth and, and trauma from past birth has no boundaries. It knows no end, and therefore the TBH approach can be for anyone. You can live anywhere. You can speak any language. You can follow any culture, and the TBH approach will be for you. Um, that is the awesome part because we get to serve so many people and we can change this narrative for, for you. We can change this narrative for you. We can change this narrative for so many people who are fearful of birth or have trauma around birth. Um, but the sad part is that it is so rampant. It's everywhere. Um, and it breaks my heart, but simultaneously gives me so much hope because I know that we can change the story. I've seen it done. I've watched it over and over and over and over again. And with the TBH approach, check. You have to do the internal work, but you have to be like hardcore committed, 100% committed. 99% committed does not cut it. It has to be 100% committed or it'll never work. If you do not believe it, your body will never believe it and it won't work. So your mindset, check. And then really releasing that fear, truly, truly overcoming that fear or that trauma. And trauma is based in fear. And so it's all kind of the same thing. You can go about both of them the same, whether you're a first time mom or you have trauma from a past birth. They're all the same. When it comes to birth trauma or fear going into your birth, for me, there are just um, a couple things that irk me to no end. And it really drives me insane, like up the wall. I sometimes have to walk away from conversations if I'm not able to like redirect the energy. I just can't stand to be around it. And for me, it's because these sentences and these, these statements are so disempowering. They rob you of every sense of control that you have. And so I will politely try and reframe that for you and show you that, you know, here's an empowering way that you can say this, but if it can't be done, I can't stay around it. And so let me tell you some of these, and I'm sure that I'm sure that some of these are going to hit you in your heart, and then I'm sure you will have people who have said these to you in the past, and you can picture their face so clearly and where you were, probably what you were smelling, and the lights, and you'll just remember it. The first one for me is, oh, this is not your fault. Well, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it may not be your fault, but we need to first break down blame versus responsibility because saying this is not your fault doesn't make it better. So 
you've not fixed the problem. We need to reevaluate that. Don't disempower somebody. Maybe you didn't have any control over what happened to you. But it mean it does not mean that this was not this could not have been avoided if you had done things differently. So I call bullshit on that. Let's break down blame and responsibility actually. Okay, so blame is on one side of the spectrum. Responsibility is on the other side of the spectrum and they're both along the spectrum of things didn't go well, right? Maybe things didn't go as you expected. Maybe things went really terrible. Maybe things went so-so, but they could have been better. So along the spectrum of things didn't go well, responsibility is on one side, blame is on the other. For me, the difference is, and this is where the TBH approach goes deeper than any other doula and maternity care service out there is because of this psychology piece. It is because of that master's in human development and those years that I spent studying humans and their interactions and the way that we work and what makes us tick. But the, the difference between blame and responsibility is, is the direction that you're going. Okay, it's what can you do with those two words. So you can't do jack crap with blame. It's a past tense word even. You're living in the past. You blame yourself, past. You blame that person, past. Everything's in the past about blame. However, taking responsibility has a forward motion, it's in the future. If you take responsibility of something, then that means you're in control. That means that you can do something with it. You can take this trauma, you can take this fear and put action behind it. It'll look different for everybody and it, it looks different depending on where you're coming from. So nobody's two roads are going to be the same. And that's what we really dive into when we meet every month for our prenatals. Now, I just went to an energetic workshop uh, with an energy healer here in Boston, and she's phenomenal, and she studies karma, karma work. Um, shout out to Layla Laura here in the Boston area, but she was explaining that you have karma from years and years and years past, and these things are going to um, kind of like rear their ugly head in certain places of your life. And I believe that birth is very deeply one of those places. I, um, I believe very deep in my heart that sometimes we bring crosses to bear to birth that really don't have anything to do with us except karma in our past. Um, and so another thing that really irks me, one of those statements is there's nothing you could have done. Bullshit. Again, there will be pieces that you can't control, but there's always something you can do to prepare for your birth, to prepare your body to conceive a baby, to bring less chaos into motherhood and more balance. You will always be able to do something. So there's nothing you could have done calling bullshit. Next. Next, okay, what's going to happen will happen. Sure, 
Absolutely. This goes back to planning versus preparing. You can't plan your birth. Absolutely. There are pieces that are out of your control. You'll never be able to plan that stuff. But preparing, 100% you can prepare. 100%. 100% you can sit down, think it through, prepare yourself, prepare your life, prepare your body, prepare your partner, prepare your relationship prepare your mental health. Like it is a circle. This is why, this is why TBH is such an in-depth program. This is why we are changing the life the lives of people who are birthing. It's because it is so in depth and it all goes back to what can you control? Finally, you can't control labor. Yes, true. You can't control labor, but you can stay in control. Do not get those two twisted. Do not ever think that you can't be in control. You cannot control labor, but you can be in control. Very different things. Do not get them twisted. One empowers the shit out of you, and one robs you of everything you're capable of. Whatever you're telling yourself every day is whatever you're bringing into your birth. And that is what your brain is going to believe. And then that is what is going to convince your body and your uterus and your baby and your cervix and your vagina and your hormones and your boobs. Just all of it. Your brain is going to convince everything of whatever you're telling it in the morning. Okay, so we have, we have this foundation of bullshit lies that you're believing. Let's break it down to, let's look at blame and responsibility in some real life situations. So you failed a test. Who are you mad at? You mad at your professor? Mm, I guess you could be certainly, but responsibility is yours. It's yours. You can go back now and look at what you didn't do well on the test and you can analyze how did your teacher put together this test and what's the next next test likely to look like and you can study in that way where you can sit and blame your teacher and be in the past and do the same thing that you did for this test maybe this test you only studied for two days and maybe next test you should be studying for a week out but you won't because you're stuck in blame either yourself or your professor and you'll just do the same thing next time. But if you take responsibility, you can change that path. What about running a marathon? So you train for a marathon, you train for six months, you're training your ass off. You are so ready for this marathon. You have this time in your head that you wanna finish this marathon and it comes to it and not only do you miss that time, but you don't finish that marathon at all. Something happens. You pass out, you fall and get hurt. Your body just gives out. You just can't do it. Who are you mad at? You mad at yourself? Or are you mad at the city that hosted the marathon? You're gonna blame yourself and be stuck in that non-finishing marathon mindset. Or are you gonna move forward and you're gonna say, cool, six months didn't do it. Next year, I'm training for a year. I'm starting next week to train for next year's marathon. 
And maybe instead of having a goal of this much time, you you back it down and you say, I just want to finish. This is an ideal time and it would be great if I could, but this year, my goal is to finish. What about when you don't get a job that you wanted? This one's kind of a hard one, right? Because it feels really personal and it's super easy to blame that company and be like, well, they made a mistake. Actually, they didn't. They know what they're looking for. And guess what? They have applicants. That's why they get to say no to you. But you have that same control in your birth. You get to say no to the people who don't fit the bill, who don't fit the culture of your workplace, your birth room. Fire your doctor, fire your doula. Tell your mother-in-law she can't be in there. Tell your sister you've changed your mind. You don't want her in there. Hire that doula, even though you're due next week. You won't be able to, you won't be able to work with us necessarily because our schedule fills up, but also we don't take people super soon to their due date because it doesn't work. The TBH approach is an approach. It takes a, it takes a long time. Um, it takes constant work. It's a muscle that you have to build, but that shouldn't stop you from hiring a doula. You need to be selfish and you need to make sure that you are taking control. I can't stress enough putting together your perfect team. It's why you have to be intentional and it's why I encourage people to think about it. The minute you get pregnant, you need to be thinking about these things so that you have time to work with TBH because I know that that's your dream and you can achieve it, but you have to do the work before and that includes connecting with us while you still have time. So all of these things, failing a test, not finishing marathon, didn't get the job that you wanted, are you putting that blame on other people? Maybe. Are you putting the blame on yourself? Maybe. Are either one of those helping you? No. Thank you, next. Okay? However, if you take responsibility and you say, all right, Again, I failed that test because I only studied two days. Next time, I'm going to study for five. All right, didn't finish this marathon. I'm going to train for a year next time. Okay, I didn't get that job. I'm going to send them an email and ask them, what could I have done better? What was something that made me stand out of why I did not get the job? You have the control if you take responsibility, but that means that you have to be open to not only hearing where you could do better, but also open to doing that hard, sticky work. If you're not, it's not gonna work, guys. It's not gonna work. Here's the thing about overcoming, overcoming your birth fear. It's, it's hard and it's sticky and it looks really different for everybody, but I've tried my hardest to break it down into the four things that every one of my clients go through. Okay, and <laughs> so it's four, and people are normally with me um, six to eight months, right? So if you're looking at four, you're looking at one month of stuff, uh, maybe two months of stuff. Uh, we're looking at six to eight months of things that we need to do. So do not take this list and think that it's going to be the magical healer. However, do take this list and get your wills turning and see what you can do through your, through your trauma or your fear. And then if you want to go deeper in that, 
there are people that can help you. You can reach out to us. Our social media is filled with free stuff. We have the TBH portal for you. Um, we have private platforms that you can connect to other people in the tribe. There's people in your own community, wherever you live. If you're not in the U.S., there are people in your country. You have options. Just seek that stuff out. Healing is possible. It does not have to be this hard, and it doesn't have to be this draining and make you feel this exhausted and make you feel this helpless and worthless and like you're not enough because, damn it, you are so enough. It hurts. And it hurts me even more to think that you don't know how enough you are. Let's change that. And together, I know that we can do that. All right, number one, you have to make peace that this is part of your story. It's who you are. It's in you. It is affecting the things that you do and the choices that you make and the thoughts that you think and the language that you use and the stories that you allow to play over and over and over again in your head. It's true. All right. Um, I'm going to get some shit for this about it, but um, you can't do anything about that. If you have trauma in your past or you have fear that's coming from something in your past, and by the way, all of your fear, until you actually sit down and analyze your fear, it's all dictated for you by past events. If you've never sat down and given a conscious thought, then it's all unconscious. It's done for you. The decision is made for you by your past life events. So there's nothing you can do about those. You can't change your, your trauma and you can't change your past events. So stop dwelling in them. What you can do is say, okay, what is the lesson in this? How can I use this shit and change it into manure for a garden and let this flourish. I want a freaking garden so full that when people pass by me, they're like, damn, she is glowing. Yeah, you got that right. Because I got a lot of shit in my past, but it ain't weighing me down because I turned that stuff into manure and I love myself. And now I'm flourishing. Number one, make peace with your story. Number two, evaluate what worked and what didn't work. And you can do this whether you are dealing with trauma or you're dealing with fear going into it. All right, trauma, what worked and what didn't work the last time? Easy, simple enough. Hard emotionally, hard mentally, not hard to do. Stick with it, be strong, stay at it. And you don't have to sit down in one night and go through all of it. It can be a process, days, weeks, might even be months. Some people are years into this and they're still navigating postpartum. Do not think that all of my clients, navigating postpartum clients come to me right after their baby is born. Oh no, I have people with toddlers, five-year-olds. Oh yeah. People who are well into postpartum still trying to navigate this, still trying to decide if they want more kiddos. Do not be, do not be, do not be fooled by that. All right, what worked, what didn't work with your last birth? If you're going into it with fear and you don't have another birth to, you know, compare this to, you want to reevaluate what has worked when you've been triggered in the past, when you've been anxious, when you've been scared, when you thought you couldn't do it, when you did do it. You want to harness all of these. Go through that stuff. Number three, 
This is where a lot of people get tripped up. Oh, because fear is so strong. All right, explore. You have to explore. And this is honestly where so many people get roadblocked and they quit and they give up and they're not the halfway there because step one and two are done. But step three is where they're tripped up and they're never even going to see step four. And guess what? You're headed down pretty much the same path you were the first time. Or if you're going through fear right now, you're trying to judge through all that, you haven't really changed paths. You did a lot of thinking, but the action comes in step three and four. That sucks to hear because this is the hardest. This is where fear really rears its ugly head, all right? You have to navigate that trauma. You have to navigate postpartum. You have to prep for your next birth. You have to prep for this birth. You have to know your options. You have to make hard decisions like leave your doctor, leave your doula, hire a different person, set boundaries around your birth, say yes to this, say no to that. You have to do this stuff. You have to explore these options or you're handing over control. If you don't know your options, you don't have any options. You have no options. You have no control because guess who knows all your options? Your doctor. Your doctor knows all your options. The really crummy part, they can't tell you all your options unless they are a breach-friendly birth. Doctor, they are not going to offer you a breach delivery. They're gonna say your baby's breached. We have to cut this baby out. I'm sorry, you're a C-section mama now. You want a breach friendly provider. You wanna do that research, know your options. If there's none in your area, it doesn't mean it's impossible. It means it's harder, but it's possible. It is possible. Fear has this really funny way of rearing its head and scaring you, right? Getting in your head and just keeping you locked in right there. And it's, it's this clever way of keeping you stuck. How clever, fear. Ha ha, how clever. Honestly, F you, fear. I'm not going to stand for this story anymore. If those are not the words coming out of your mouth, then you're doing it wrong. You need to be exploring what your options are so that you know what you want for your story or in the end, you will not be the one writing your story. And that should scare the shit out of you. Okay, the final piece, after you know all of your options, you evaluated what has worked and what didn't work in the past. You've evaluated what comforts you. You have made peace with your story and you know that this is part of you and you're ready to use it and harness this as power and use it for energy and use it to propel yourself towards your ideal. Your mindset is the last piece. And this honestly is the number one reason that we won't take uh, like short clients, short short-term, like your birth is coming up. We are a long-term program. Um, this is something that you have to work at. If you are not already in touch with your mindset and your body and your mind-body connection, it's going to take a little bit longer. And it's not a problem. We're with you, but you have to be committed. Or again, it won't work and you will have put in all of this work 
and you'll still end up with not an ideal birth. And don't get me wrong, you can do all the things that you think are right and still end up traumatized. Doing all the steps right doesn't excuse you from trauma. Not at all. It does, however, dictate whether you stay in control of that trauma or not. Right? People get in car accidents all the time and they're not their fault and they had no, no idea it was coming. They had no control of it. That is trauma out of your control. One person will get in a car accident and walk away and be super grateful that they walked away with minor injuries, that they were the only person in the car. And they know that this sucks and they don't have a car right now and they're not exactly sure how they're gonna pay for it. But they know no matter what, they walked away with their life with minimal inner, inner injuries and they're lucky and they're grateful. And they're positive, right? Their direction is forward. They're already looking forward. They're not sure how they're going to pay for their car, but they're already looking in the path, in the, in the future. And then you're going to have another person get in the same wreck, walk away with the same minimal injuries, and be stuck and go down in this downward spiral because they're stuck in the past because they're like, oh my God, how am I going to pay for this car? Oh my gosh, that was my only car. Ugh. And I walked away with this scraped knee and I didn't really need this scraped knee. And I could just ugh, really use the car. Have I mentioned how I'm going to pay for a new car? No, I haven't because I don't even freaking know because I don't have the money to begin with. And it's just a downward spiral. That goes back to your mindset. One person was in the mindset of gratitude and one person was in the mindset of negativity and selfishness and not realizing how blessed they were, even though there was a little cloud on their way. They weren't able to see that the sun was actually right behind that cloud. They were still living. They got in a car accident and they walked away. And they were stuck on the fact that they didn't have a car. Where will you have your mindset when it comes to trying to conceive your IVF treatments, your pregnancy, your birth, your postpartum healing, your postpartum mental health, breastfeeding, your new body, all of it, motherhood, the chaos of just being a human in charge of other humans. It's really all up to you, but mindset is, is the fourth step because you do have to make peace with that story first. And you do have to reevaluate what worked and what didn't work. And you do have to know your choices and explore before you can be so freaking secure in who you are and the choices you've made and what you've chosen and what you want, what your story's gonna be. That nobody, nobody, will be able to take that from you. No matter what happens, you stay in control like the dude that walked away with minimal injury and was grateful. He stayed in so much control. You have that same power. You just have to do it. You have to harness it. It's not easy, but it's worth it. And I truly do believe I truly, truly do believe that the foundation of what you do prenatally, that all the work you do prenatally 
indicates 100% how your birth and your postpartum and your motherhood will go because I have seen quite the opposite and I've seen quite various approaches and that is why I created the TBH approach. You know, overcoming birth trauma and fear going into your birth is not an easy thing. It's not something that is necessarily fun all the way through. There are absolutely fun aspects. There are very cool aspects. Once you dig through all of that shit inside of you and you come out light on the other side, it's fun to look back and be like, wow, that makes so much sense. But truly, in all honesty, it's just a deep look into yourself. And like any other trauma, the only thing that you can do is move forward. I hope that if you are out there and you're feeling fearful of your birth, that you will connect with our tribe. I hope that you will connect with me personally. I hope that you will do your, your due diligence to connect with your story and understand that it's part of you and that you can harness that for control. I hope that you explore your choices and you know your options. I hope that you take a good look inside of yourself and you really master your mindset. And if nothing else, I hope that you walk away from this knowing that you aren't alone and that this doesn't have to be your story. You can have a different story. You just have to choose if you're worth it or not. As always, villagers, find your tribe and love them hard. Oh, hi there, it's me again. Have you ever thought, gosh, I wish I had a filing cabinet filled with all of the things in Hee Hee's brain? Well, I hear you, and I've heard that a time or two. So I've decided to give everyone a chance to access the TBH approach at their own pace and as hands-on or as hands-off as you like. I'm so excited to share with you the TBH portal. Now you can have access to everything rattling around in my brain and all of the documents and templates that we give to our clients along the journey. You'll even get access to the things rattling around in my team's brain. So what is the TBH portal? It's an online space that you log into and it's separated into more than 17 categories of all the things you would want to know when having a baby and trying to raise that tiny human. I've broken it down into trying to conceive, infertility, each of the trimesters, including the fourth trimester, child development, feeding your baby, birth prep, planning for postpartum, and so much more. I even have birth videos on there for you to explore. Matter of fact, I'll link a sample table of contents just for you. It doesn't have all the files, but it's a great glimpse into the TBH portal. So who is this for? Women who are trying to conceive, mamas-to-be, newly postpartum parents, and parents of tiny humans up to the age of three years old. That's right, this is the perfect way to dip your toes in and taste the magic of the TBH community for only $22 a month. You get all access to TBH portal for as long as you need it. If you don't like it, 
leave. You can literally cancel at any time. No questions asked. You will forever be locked in at this rate, even as the price increases, as long as you stay a member. So what's in the portal? Freebies, videos, downloads, blogs, exclusive interviews with professionals, inside information like special savings codes, brands that I love, first dibs on all events, and the happenings at TBH, plus some behind the scenes. At the beginning of each month, we will be uploading new content for you, and there's always a place for you to put in requests for things that you specifically want to see in the portal. You get all of this before I publish it to the public, plus some of it will never hit public shelves. Did I mention that it was forever as long as you don't cancel? That means you'll be able to use this with future children too. I guess the only question now is why not? You can check out www.tranquilitybyhehe.com slash the TBH portal for more information. I cannot wait to share the TBH approach with you. Did you know that you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook. And our Instagram tribe is Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers. <laughs>